Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and a number of other platforms. And feel free to share if you like what you hear. I've been thinking a lot about visionaries. I've been doing a lot of reading about people through history who have really accomplished much in the arts and science and architecture, literature. As I hear their stories, it's becoming more clear to me how those who have seen things differently and stuck with their vision have changed things, brought progress, insight, beauty, and made a lasting impression with their unique, innovative approach. They caught a glimpse or more of a different way, a better way maybe, and they didn't let it go. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, hitch your wagon to a star. And I think many of the innovators through history have done just that. They've had a glowing vision and they've let that star, that vision, that ideal guide them. Maybe no one else saw that star. Maybe no one else got its importance, its brilliance. Maybe no one was looking up long enough. Or maybe if they did, they thought they couldn't hitch their wagon to it because it was just too far out. But the people who challenged the norm, the expectations, and stuck to their guns on it, so to speak, not only did what they felt impelled to do, they left the world something worthy, a scientific discovery, a transformative piece of art, a new method of thinking, a groundbreaking approach to spiritual awareness and action. The Impressionists in France in the late 1800s had come up with a new way of painting. They wanted to capture things as they saw them, feeling the moment that they saw, and they disregarded normal conventions of accurate precision realism in order to capture the mood, the light, and essence. Those painters were mostly rejected from the exhibits of the day that might have made them a lot of money or given them fame. But each of them individually and as a group with a similar vision, a radical and yet heartfelt approach to painting, they kept at it. They couldn't let go of that star even when the critics were cruel and the money didn't flow in. They not only had the vision, they truly lived it. To let it go was to give up a part of their being. I think the inspiration had a certain divine influence to it, and so it almost felt sacrilegious to them maybe to let it go. And I don't think it was willfulness. I think it was just an honest faith in what they were being led to do, what that star was guiding them to, that they couldn't let go and just had to follow no matter what. In fact, they kind of wanted to see what was next what would flow out of them, what they'd be guided to do. And so now we have the works of Monet and Renoir and Degas and others to inspire us and and which inspired other painters to follow them, to get out of the box of conventions and let their stars guide them to new expressions that satisfied their visions and that also gave the world more beauty to behold. Scientists have done similar things. They caught a glimpse of something, that twinkle of the star, and when their contemporaries called them nuts, or even at times threatened them because they were going against the norms of tradition or religion, the established beliefs of the day, they kept at it. They opened up our collective vision of the universe, of physics, of what was possible for mankind. They trusted the vision more than people's opinions or what everyone else seemed to think was normal and right. 
What's important, I think, is that the most successful of them didn't let their egos guide them or push them. It wasn't about fame and glory and accolades. They just let the star guide them. They wanted to see what was next. They let that glowing vision lead them forward. It meant more to them than anything. That star was inspiration. It was a holy idea, no matter what it looked like on the human scene. Some divine impulse came to them and they felt the excitement of it. They felt it was fresh and yet right and real and genuine and that it was somehow theirs to explore. The idea may have looked weird to others, but to them it just felt irresistible and pleasing. I think we can sometimes get so caught up in what is expected and what others are doing or thinking that we turn away from that star and discredit it. But but that star is not some crazy notion. It's God's idea whispering something to you that you're meant to shout to the world through your following it, living it, expressing it in the way that only you can do. Don't judge the impulses coming to you. Follow what feeds you and see where it takes you. Now, you don't have to stick with it if it doesn't continue to satisfy you or please you and excite you. But if it does, if something in you just can't let go of some idea, some pursuit of interest, a new way of looking at things, then stay with it. Your unique vision is what the world needs or God wouldn't have given it to you. And remember, there are infinite stars to hit your wagon to. There are enough for everyone. And the more we have, the more stunning the array in the night sky, brightening the universe with new ways of knowing reality, of seeing beauty and intelligence and fun and color and sound and song and power. Think about it. What excites you? What moves you? What is it that when you think about it, you want to do more of it or learn more about it or share it more with others? Don't judge those ideas or belittle them. A small idea from God is not small. It's from God. True inspiration isn't quantifiable or qualifiable by human standards. It's holier than that. Cherish it. Cherish your vision. As I was thinking about this topic, I came across a quote from Joni Mitchell. She was certainly a visionary. She didn't try to write or sound like anyone else. She just did what she did and brilliantly. And she made an impact and influenced other songwriters to come by her unique vision and its expression. Here's what she said recently. This is a quote. I heard someone from the music business saying they are no longer looking for talent. They want people with a certain look and a willingness to cooperate. I thought, that's interesting because I believe a total unwillingness to cooperate is what is necessary to be an artist, not for perverse reasons, but to protect your vision. End of quote. I agree. Uh, I think we can give up the need to fit in and instead protect our vision. We aren't alone when we do that. So it isn't a lonely thing. It's, it's trusting the vision and the divine power that gave it to us and step by step following that vision. Not getting ahead of it, but staying on the wagon and letting the star guide us onward. I'd love to hear more about your vision, your ideas, your inspirations. Feel free to share your thoughts with me or ask questions. I'd love to explore your divine purpose with you and to encourage you on your spiritual journey. You can reach me at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.